0: Previously on Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. As a profiler, mm-hmm. his job is to hunt serial killers and to uh, profile them so people can narrow their scope of the search. Eventually, the serial killers start hunting him back.
1: I'm racking my brain. I'm really trying to figure this out, but I have not come to any kind of theory
0: that I'm, you know, happy with yet. It's almost as if they're like, Putting us up there, like, as bait. Then we're gonna have to put him down. We're gonna have to fight him and put him down. There's no doubt in my mind. I think it's time that Dylan and Dutch become the Predators. Dylan and Dutch, this is The Miner.
1: Been a week, yeah. Welcome back to Dylan and Dutch metal detecting. I don't know what to say. Obviously, all the listeners, uh, you heard the recording um, that we received from the killer and uh, the, uh, the the leads and uh, the guy that the FBI thought that we thought, frankly. I mean, we had our doubts, but we went with it. Um, Wasn't the guy. Let's talk about the
0: guy for a second that we thought it was. We talked about all the evidence last episode. Turns out they did find some evidence of on his phone and home computer of other pretty serious crimes uh, involving a Ponzi scheme that he was running. And the guy was no, you know, he wasn't a saint, but he's not the killer. Evidently the killer really does know us and has some type of vendetta out for us. So much so that another body was found. And the only thing found near it was an MP three player on the almost like sticking out of the chest cavity. Last episode I received a phone call from Major Perkins. She forwarded the message, you heard it. We've been kind of incognito for a week.
1: Yeah, we've been doing a lot of, uh, you know, just a lot of kind of work on our own too, individually. Yeah. Following just whatever whatever leads we could we could scrape together, but
0: right. Um. We have a protective detail on us now. Yeah.
1: There have been some uh, jokesters. Um, That's right. You know, uh, people putting up, because I mean, the press got a hold of this.
0: Uh, that's right.
1: It's uh, another reason I've
0: been staying inside my house.
1: People putting up posters around town, like wanted posters. Dylan yeah. and Dutch and. Uh, you know. It went
0: from just wanted, dead or alive. And then, it, you know, like a, a few days later, it said wanted, dead. Yeah. And they wrote dead and in, in in like. In a red font. They yeah. print
1: it in a red font. Someone's getting a good laugh out of that. And, uh... You know? Whatever. <laughs> the red
0: fingerprints on it doesn't match anything from the crime scenes. Doesn't mean anything to me. killer knows where we are, where <clears throat> we live. Knows our names. Uh, thinks we're his ad- adversary? Something like that. Adversary is a
1: pretty serious term for enemy. Hey um remind me Dylan, before the end of the night. There was one thing um that I do want to show you. Okay. That I that I found that I don't know, it could be it could be something, it could be nothing. Okay. Just remind me before um yeah, before we're done. I I certainly will. Well, I mean, should we should we try to include like a lighter note?
0: Yeah, okay. Um, Listen. I came over here, brought some food. Yeah. I always feel bad coming over here late at night. Do you actually drink
1: Dr. Pepper, though? No. What do you drink? I want to know what soda you drink. Pretty much anything but Dr. Pepper. Really? Yeah. Okay. But I drink it tonight. You know why? Why is that? Why is that? Because I don't turn down a gift. That's credit. That's true. You know? I. somebody brings me something, I'll enjoy it. I will not. And you know what? I enjoyed it.
0: I will never bring Dr. Pepper here for you again. I might I, drink it, but
1: I, I know you won't. Uh, but if you did, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel bad. I would right. drink it again. That's a good point. Uh,
0: at the grocery store, one thing that really got under my skin is they wanted to include me in their small talk. The cashier and the courtesy clerk. Hmm. I don't want to be part of your small talk. Yeah. I was a courtesy clerk for four years, bag groceries, push carts, yeah, and I respected the customer enough to know that he or she or them they didn't want to talk to a cashier or a courtesy clerk.
1: Yeah, it's awkward for them,
0: So much so that whenever customers would go through, I would ignore them completely.
1: <laughs> because I respected them. I pretended to be deaf. Um, I worked at a, uh, I, I was a barista for a little while at Okay. A, at a local coffee shop. And sure.
0: Uh, Independence coffee shop,
1: yeah, right? Yeah, probably never even heard of it. But, um, yeah, uh, I just, I didn't want to talk to people.
0: I don't like people in general. I feel like I'm that, do you ever see Dan, um, There Will Be Blood? Yeah. I can, sometimes I I really... Uh, resonate with that what's the guy's name Daniel Day-Lewis Daniel well Plainview doesn't he play a guy named Plainview or something like that Uh. there's a scene in the movie where he says I don't like most people Mm. I think that's me I I guess I like everyone I just just don't go out of my way to like get to know people yeah hey speaking of death yes there will be blood the kid was deaf. oh my gosh that's right yeah I was watching there will be blood today
1: that's on Netflix yeah that's why I was watching it. It's a great movie. I love the movie. I, I love that movie.
0: <sighs> I so, love that uh, knife, by the way. Thank you. You brought out your
1: Outback uh, buck knife. It's just comforting to hold. Yeah. Such a blade. You know, um, a lot of good weight. I've been, you know, looking for comforting things. To Seriously. Surround listening. myself with lately.
0: If you have not bought the Outback, Buck knife, it's the official term. Yeah, the, the down the under. down under
1: that's that's the company.
0: Down under the Outback. the Outback, it is. It's the best knife you could buy.
1: I can't think of a better knife. Um, if I had to have one knife with me, and you know, you throw me onto a desert island, yeah, down at the bottom of a coal mine, doesn't matter. You know, throw me into the Triassic period. <laughs> I, I want. The Down Under Outback knife. Absolutely. Yeah, I would not fear a Stegosaurus, and its spikes on its tail. It's Come on,
0: virtually the most feared dinosaur. But with that knife,
1: forget about it. Yeah, a lot of people think the Stegosaurus was vegetarian. Nope, that thing ate lots of meat.
0: You know, I bet they taste good. The dinosaur. Yeah. I don't think they taste like chicken, though. You know, I'm thinking I've been thinking a lot about what a dinosaur <clears throat> would taste like. Yeah. My thoughts? Buffalo. Have you ever mm. had buffalo meat?
1: Um Yeah. Yeah. While in lots of times.
0: While in Tennessee we went to a restaurant that served game. Mm. And being from California I said, listen, when it says wild game, what does it mean? Because I'm from California. Mm-hmm. We had frog legs, buffalo, venison, elk, and uh, was it coon, raccoon meat? Mm. Got to Lou- cook that really good. Lousy with parasites. Yeah. I was not impressed with any of the food there. It mm. was exciting, but, I mean, I guess I'm just your old-fashioned guy that just likes regular food, like creme brulee or floating islands yeah um shallots things like that and um you know just Chateau Brion. I'm just a regular
1: dude you know should should we talk about the um the sweepstakes Uh, that's right
0: Dylan and Dutch annual sweepstakes
1: yeah so thanks to everybody who participated thank you this year.
0: How many people submitted?
1: Uh, I think the numbers were right at about 1. 1. 1.4 million.
0: 1.4 million yeah. people. And it's gone down over <clears throat> the years. Basically, what Dylan and Dutch Sweepstakes is, is people will apply in. It's like kind of like Publishers Clearinghouse, but far more popular. Mm-hmm. People will apply in. They'll send a nominal fee. And the fee they send in... We collect we, we donate it to a... Nonprofit that's close to Dylan, me and Dutch's heart. So it's, uh, it's called Canaan Companion Companions. Basically, if you're if you're an elderly person or if you have special needs or some type of mental health diagnosis where having a companion animal would benefit you in your everyday life, what our nonprofit does is we come in and we provide a companion animal for your companion animal and. Uh, it's been going on for the last 20 or 30, 25, 27 years we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. And basically, companion animals can get lonely. They want someone of their kind to hang around. They have a big job. Absolutely. Yeah. They're on the clock all the time. And you know what happens when they get home? They're under, underappreciated. Yeah. So they need they need a companion animal. It really prevents burnout in companion animals. To take care of them. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, of course, all the animals we use are spayed and neutered, so there is no, it's all completely safe. It's all good. And,
1: uh, because who would
0: take care of the companion animal's, companion animal's child? Yeah, I mean, you don't want a bunch of... It's a vicious circle, and depending on where you vote, you know, which side of the line, it gets, it just, it will escalate into a, just political debate that will be endless, and we'll never get out from under it.
1: And here's the thing about companion animals, too, that a lot of people don't realize. The companion animals for the companion animals. Yeah. A lot of people will think, oh, well, if the companion animal is a dog, the companion companion should be a dog.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Everyone thinks that.
1: Everyone, And yeah. it
0: makes me angry. just I get s- seething angry at yeah. that. If
1: the companion animal is a chimpanzee, then the companion companion should be a chimp as well. No, and that's... <laughs> clearly, they've never done any work with companion companions. No. no. Um, Sometimes it's a cat. Sometimes uh, a possum. It's a fish. Yeah. Um.
0: Could be any type of animal.
1: Yeah, but always spayed or neutered. Absolutely. Yeah. I we, mean that's our policy. Yeah. We want to be responsible. Um. So, I don't think we even advertise the sweepstakes, but we still got 1.4 million uh, people to. Yeah, it's you know what it is. It's word of mouth now. Yeah. And uh, anticipation. Yeah, people they know. Are, what's people
0: that we make the announcements on May seventeenth every year, <clears throat> and they know that five months before they need to make they get to get their application, nominal fee in. It's only three hundred dollars, and uh, so we've made we've already we our interns gather all the applications, and gave us a collection of wait, like ten or eleven thousand, mm-hmm. and we just picked a name. At random. Do you want to say the name? Wait. Wait. Let me say the name. Is that okay? That's that's perfectly fine. Uh, out of... Let's see. Should we say the city he's from? No. Okay. Out of Northern California... There it is. A young man by the name of Elias Truman Campbell. Congratulations, Elias
1: Truman. You won the Dylan and Dutch annual sweepstakes. Uh, let's tell him what he won. Dutch, tell him what he's won. Uh, Elias Truman, you get to accompany Dylan and Dutch on an all-expenses-paid trip uh, to go prospecting um, on a privately-owned 2,500-acre ranch, filthy with gold.
0: Absolutely filthy.
1: Yes, and uh, you're pretty much guaranteed to come back with a five-gallon bucket full of gold.
0: All in all, the trip's probably worth, what, like... $36, $37. $36, $37.
1: Yeah. So you'll have to claim that on your taxes. Well, right. And we have all the forms. We have like the... Yeah. The 10... 10- but all expenses 90- paid. I mean, you're that's not coming out of your pocket. No. No. That's coming out of our pocket. 10.98 or something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, talk to a CPA for the trip.
1: Yeah. So um, we will be in touch with you. We have your contact information.
0: We need you to be bonded. We need you to have life insurance. Uh, make sure that we are the beneficiaries of that. You need a
1: fishing license. You're going to need a fishing license. You're going to need a... You don't need a hunting license. No. Um, but you're going you're gonna to need to take some climbing classes. Take climbing classes. You need to
0: learn how to rappel and climb. Uh, you might pre- want to
1: take a geology course at your local community college before coming, too.
0: Preferably, we would like you to have a compass only, because when we hunt, you... Uh, no, what I meant to say is, uh, make sure you have a compass and a canteen <coughs> for water, because mm-hmm. we're going to be out for a while. We want to
1: make sure you could run fast. Anything else? That about covers it. I mean, are we going to provide him with a knife? I think he should bring his own knife. Bring I your mean, own we've got knife. We have tons of knives. Don't but... bring a down under outback knife. No. Those are for us. Yeah. Um, and a flashlight. Bring a flashlight. Bring a flashlight, but love.
0: no change of batteries because when we are searching for, for you, or, I mean, if you get lost, you know, we want to make sure that. We could find you, and you don't find us. Kind of. Is that too much? No. Also, we're gonna be sending you some waivers of liability, and a hold harmless. Um. And your your family members who have standing to sue in case something happens to you, they're gonna to have to sign those waivers too. Should you bring a life jacket?
1: Uh, Maybe a parachute.
0: We're gonna bring a life jacket. He. Listen. He's not gonna need a life jacket or a parachute.
1: That's good. That's a good
0: idea. Is when we hunt him, or want to make sure that we have some kind of an advantage. Perfect. The last 20 people we hunted. They had all that paracord. Yeah, it made no sense. No. And uh, three of them got out and almost tried to sue us. But, um, Anyways, back to the... We'll cut that out. Um, so, yeah. So, make sure you have some gear. Uh, change of clothes. Sleeping bag. Tent. And, uh... We're excited
1: to, to to meet you. So uh, you know, it's been like like we said earlier. It's been a while since we've gotten together, but um, I, I, like... I needed to tell you, I I did something I think you'll appreciate. I finally let me just stop you right there. Oh man,
0: let me stop you right there. Everything you do, I appreciate. Wow, go. You know, I finally
1: watched Bloodsport.
0: I appreciate that so much.
1: It, you know, I mean, as huge a fan of For, Forrest Whitaker, I am. I can't oh, I can't huge. believe I never saw that movie. Yeah. Um It's he, his breakout role. Yeah, he was he was phenomenal. Um and some idiot tried to tell me that the movie wasn't about him. So I I I didn't even bother the answering them, responding.
0: Executive producer of the of the movie, The Last King of Scotland, saw Bloodsport said, that's him. That's my star. He's yep. our guy. He didn't watch, uh um, what was that one movie, Phenomenon, with John Travolta? Mm. The one with Forrest Whitaker? He didn't watch that. <clears throat> His breakout role was Bloodsport. Absolutely. Great true. movie. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about your favorite scenes?
1: Because I have a few. Um, why, why don't you go first?
0: I think every scene, Jean-Claude Van Damme does the splits. Which is, I think, every scene that Jean-Claude Van Damme is in.
1: It's got to be at least 45 minutes of the entire movie. Yeah. Is Jean-Claude Van Damme doing the splits. It's amazing. Yeah. In the air, on the ground. In the... Oh, everywhere. Underwater. Between,
0: underwater, between chairs.
1: Yeah. Between trees. Between trees. Suspended by ropes. Yeah. Um, impressive it's really impressive yeah basically
0: if those of you who haven't seen it it's a movie about akumite and that's all i'm gonna say
1: and then uh i i really liked the scene in the very beginning when Jean claude van damme first meets ray jackson oh yeah uh playing video games was that when they first met did they meet before that? They kinda saw each other they on did. the bus and they he did. hit on that
0: one girl. Yeah. And she didn't want to be around him because he was too handsome for her. Yeah. Then they
1: met at the hotel. Yeah. And I uh that reminded me of, you know, how we kind of first It's one met. of the Yeah.
0: Was it like thirty seven years ago? Yeah. And we were it wasn't Hong Kong. It was Thailand.
1: Yeah. And then and then I helped you get yeah. away from those agents that were trying to apprehend That's you. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. I mean it was it was almost like you, know, uh, you almost
0: kind of want to sue them, but I mean, we wouldn't yeah. do that. I, nah. I can't stand litigation. Hate lawyers. But there are so many parallels to that movie for our life. You'd almost think that maybe someone owes us some money. I don't know. It's not about money. I think it's about respect. Yeah. Maybe what they'll do is they'll add in like a credit after it shows like all of Frank Dukes' world records, mm-hmm. they'd say. Also based on, Dylan and Dutch. Maybe a
1: reboot, is in order. Oh my gosh, John Wu. Oh yeah. He would be perfect for it. I can do like rope work. Yeah, you can. You've seen it. Oh my, absolutely.
0: Uh, the inevitable. The inevitable. I mean, we get a message last week. What do you say to that? I It gave me the chills. It made me realize that we're really not safe. I mean, I'm on edge right now. Any, at any moment, I mean, what if the lights went out?
1: Yeah. What if... I mean... You know, I think... After getting that message, and I know we we haven't spent a whole lot of time this week, and I still gotta show you that thing that I found, but... That's right. I've been thinking a lot about This whole situation and how we resolve it, and um, we need to take this guy down.
0: I agree. He needs to be arrested. He needs to be put in jail, prison for the rest of your life.
1: But that's not what I'm saying, and I think you know what I'm saying. Um, I think I know. Dylan, we need to kill this guy. I think that's really all, all there is to it. Um, well, hang on a second. What I worry about my arguments like you know it's never going to end. My here, I understand. Here's my issue.
0: Agent Perkins said she can't help us if we kill this guy. And I don't want to kill anyone. And this is all recorded and broadcast to the world. And You know how popular our podcast is. We got a fruit basket from the Prime Minister of Uganda. Everyone knows us. And it's getting broadcast everywhere. You would expect... I mean, if we're getting care packages overseas from different continents... You could be sure that every FBI agent... The FBI agent's listening to this.
1: So should we just pause it? I, and say, you want to kill him? I idol, really don't or? care. I really don't care. Um, you know, I know this... If I Honestly, I think the Dalai Lama would be on my side in this. And ridding the world of this, this scum. I mean, he... Look at what he's done already. I would, and the threats he's made on our families. I... I yeah, can't, I kind of I don't I can't just sit back. I don't buy the fact that he doesn't think
0: like our families are a threat to him. I I still think they are. He's playing
1: with us. He's manipulating yeah. us, and he's trying to you know get us to make a mistake or to be less cautious, and then he's going to spring. And it just I I I I'm telling you, man, I've been thinking about it all week. Yeah, that's that's the only solution that I can come up with. We need to. Uh, kill this guy. We let the FBI do their thing once, twice. I I mean, how many times are they going to mess up? Months. It's been months. They've done nothing. And Pretty much what they've been doing is spying on us. And I am... We need to finalize this. We need to make sure that when we go to bed at night, we're not thinking about some guy who's plotting to get out of his cell or, uh, you know, waiting to hear his probation hearing, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't... You're right,
0: I just i I don't know I don't know what my tipping point's gonna be Because i I know after listen, after having kids, it's like yeah I, I think I could kill someone like after holding my one of my first kids for the first time, one of them I guess I thought I looked at myself and I said, yeah, I could kill someone, but like really like' I'm actually going to potentially face this. And I'm thinking about, well, all the FBI's got to do is bring in all of our podcasts in and have a jury listen to them and say, oh, yeah, this was just vigilantes that could have brought
1: the guy in alive but didn't. I don't just- care. I, I, yeah, I, I really don't care. I mean, I can disappear. I've done it before. God, you have. And I can take my family with me. I've done that before. Yeah, you have. Um, That's not a problem for me. I mean, I don't need to live here. I'll go live somewhere else and take on a new identity. Would you still write, though? Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, uh... You know I've got your back. I know you've got my back, but I just... you. It's really important that we're on the same page for you. That it, it is, man,
1: and I, I wish you would see the gravity of this situation the way that I feel like I am, and I... I I think if, if we're out of...
0: But let me ask you a question. Let's say... Let's say... It's cra- we're metal detectors. But let's say... As crazy as this is... He surrenders to us. Would you still kill him? If he, just, if he says, put the handcuffs on me... I'm going to go away. I'll never see you guys again.
1: It's an important question. Here's the thing. Do you see that episode of True Detective? I love True Detective. Where they find those guys oh, in the hideout. Yeah. And... Uh, I get teary-eyed thinking about this. Finds finds the kids. Yeah. Comes back out. Shoots the scumbag in the head. Right in the head. Not, Didn't flinch? No. Didn't pause to think about it? Absolutely not.
0: That's justice. But do you know who I am in that situation? Do you want to know who I am?
1: I, I want to know who you are in this situation. I'm Matthew
0: McConaughey, shooting the AK-47 into the open and making the police report. I'm the guy that covers, that will cover you.
1: I'm okay with that. But...
0: You want to know if I'm going to be Woody Harrelson's character that runs out and puts a bullet between this guy's <clears throat> eyes? Would you do that? I want to say yes, but I don't know. I don't know. I
1: don't know. It's what it's going to come down to. I know it is. I. I we are going to find this guy. I'm not going to stop until we find this guy. You're not going to stop no, until we find this I'm guy. No, I'm really not. Uh, doesn't matter. You know, if if we don't have a whole lot of leads at the at the moment right now, we're gonna get this guy. This guy's really smart. There's gonna be a final confrontation. I. He's not smart enough. Yeah. He's gonna True. make a mistake somewhere. I think he's, he's already made. Up somewhere. He's
0: made some here. You know, here's the one mistake I think he's made. Picked a fight with us. That's a mistake. Still don't know why. We may never know why he chose us.
1: Look, man. I'm... I don't know. I I was up really, really late last night. Got up really... I couldn't sleep at all last night. I'm yeah. gonna... I'm gonna go outside and, uh i'm gonna clear my head but um yeah i don't know just give me a few minutes when i come back though um i'll i'll tell you about that thing that i that i was looking at i don't know it might be a break need a fresh pair of eyes yeah you got it man so yeah take a break i'll be back man i I might go for a a walk
0: i'll pause recording is that okay It's been a few minutes since Dutch left. I'm just gonna go outside and see how he is. Dutch, are you there? Of course. His truck's still here.
1: Trying to say
0: I wish I could say the same for Dutch. He was getting too close. I always thought you were the brains and Dutch was the brawn. I guess I was wrong. Maybe you're the wolf everyone thinks is a sheep. Come find me, Dylan.
1: Come on out and play.